my middle daughter, you know, it went different, man. It was it wasn't the way I you know I imagined, right? I, I went up to her and I go, baby, um, do you gotta smoke weed all day? <laughs> and she said, fuck you, I'm moving out. <laughs> I go, then I came home and all her bedroom furniture and shit was like out in the yard and the driveway and shit. I go, what are you doing? She goes, that's my bedroom furniture. I go, no, that belonged to the room. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't your shit. Oh, yeah. And then I looked at it and realized we bought all that shit when we were poor and, I, and it was all falling apart and shit. I go, oh, yeah, you could take that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you could have all this. Here, I'll help you. I'll help you load that shit. Start out exactly yeah. right there. I go, okay, we're going to buy brand new, real nice shit for that room. That's yeah. good. The guest room now. She didn't like to hear that, bro. My, that was mean, bro. That's funny, brother. And, huh? and then my youngest goes, Dad, I'm moving out. And I go, let me get the trailer. <laughs> so what, I, so I did. I treated them all different, bro. Yeah, they told me I always treat them different, and they were right. That's funny. That's really? how that went down. I treated so you got, them all you different. Got three kids, three daughters. Yeah, three daughters. Yeah. Raised three daughters. Hey, I got four boys. Complete opposite. Yeah, complete opposite. Complete. But I, I get it, cause you know when my oldest moved out, brother, like like I was telling you, you always see it on the Lifetime channels. The mom is always like, "Oh, mijito, what are you gonna do? Empty nest shit, right?" Yeah. Swear to God, when my son moved out, I was like. Mijito, what are you? <laughs> it was me, dog. Mom was like, "All right, yeah, it's time to get the fuck up out of here, my dude." Yeah. Uh, that was a year too late. Yeah, yeah. and I, he's like, "It was because of COVID." Bro. I gave you a year grace period. Yeah, a year grace period. Get your shoes. Get the fuck out of here, yeah, bro. Cool. No, yeah. don't listen to him, bro. He was like, "Man, I'm just moving all all the, all my uh, all his heat press and everything for his for his." his uh, oh, I did move it in there. He moved I did. it in there like it a couple days after. for a little while. Brother. Yeah, <laughs> we're, a little while. we're making a big ass closet. I'm I'm with. I've been doing all the work myself man I'm, i redid all the floors ripped nice. all the carpet out put in that you know the vinyl luxury vinyl planks yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and i did all that and they're like you do that work what did you say i was born an actor or what <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think i had to that, yeah, you didn't think i had to work you know right. i had to get up and go to work and provide and hey. you know i mean that's the shit i did at night hoping that one day you know something would would, would, would hit you what, get to that what was side. kind of one of your first jobs like just to kind of make make ends meet. I mean, I, you know, I mean, as a kid, I think I, everybody did like busboy shit, you know. So I mm -hmm. worked as a busboy and then, you know, waiter. And, uh, and then when I went to college, you know, I, was, I went to a small town, uh, Eastern New Mexico University in Portales. And uh, and I worked at the, you know, the clothing store. And then in the summer, I worked at Whirly Mills. And, uh, you know, those are those mill, grain mills, you know. You've seen oh, those big yeah, grain yeah. mills out yeah. there. So you've all heard of a, a grain mill explosion, right? That shit oh, yeah. happens from time oh, yeah. to time where the whole thing fucking blows up. Because mm -hmm. the fucking gas builds up, huh? Well, what it is is they're in there and they're welding holes uh -huh. in the big chutes, right? Or the big tubes that you see where all the grain flows through that. Well, eventually, you know, that wears out or rusts or whatever. And so my job was I would go in with the guy that would weld it, and it's all full of dust. And so that dust would catch, yeah. and if that dust catch, the whole thing blows up. Right. Holy fuck. Yeah. So my job was with a wet blanket, every time a fire went out like that, i put Hola it out. Verga, brother. How much were you getting paid for that fucking job, bro? Like, like 12 bucks an oh, hour. Oh, that ain't a fucking enough, brother, right there. God damn. That's crazy, bro. I didn't even know that position existed. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, the Mexicanos, that's their job, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fucking local, brother. That's, that's what I'm crazy, saying. That's bro. why when people say, well, the immigrants, I go, bro, you all be blown up without immigrants, bro. <laughs> no shit, bro. You <laughs> ain't got shit. You're no fucking no food, workforce. brother. No, no nothing, fuck bro. No, fuck yeah. no. Yeah, you wouldn't have anything going on, man. Construction companies would be broke. Yeah, everybody's I mean, like, face well, because they'd have to pay real fucking wages. I brother. know, I know. 
And, I, and I'm a union guy, right? I'm a union guy because I'm, you know, I'm SAG and I'm after, you know, but, and as a county commissioner, you know, I support unions, man, but it's hard, bro, because, you know, a lot of these companies, they won't do it, right? So we passed some, uh, passed a resolution saying, look, uh, any any job past seven million dollars, it has to be a union job, right? And so these, so these, uh, uh, so then when we have a job that costs more than seven million uh, to do, nobody's bidding on them now. Yeah, wow. not not even the union this shops are bidding on them, man. Wow. So we're we're yeah we're in a kind of a, a hard place here, right? We want to support unions because we want to support livable wages and and you know and all the benefits that come with it. And and, and, and and that's what we fight for, right? But it just never seems to work in our favor because the people in power, they're too smart. So when we, when we pass legislation saying, uh, you know, we're gonna, pay, we're gonna pay you $15 an hour up, right? And, and we all agree with that, right? We all agree that people should be making a, a wage where they have a, a, an opportunity for a better future, right? Mm-hmm. The, and, and then you have the Republicans in Santa Fe saying, no, you know, we can't afford it. We're not going to make, you know, we're, we're the business owners. We're not going to make no money. We're going to, you know, so you, you hear those arguments. Uh, and then we somehow pass it. The next day, everybody's rent goes up $500 a month. Oh, right. damn. Yeah. So no matter what we do, bro, we do not get that money we can't use that money to benefit ourselves and so we're we're in a part we're in a point in this country man where we we have to compromise because if we don't both sides are going to destroy us man mm-hmm. and it's it's, it's kind of scary to see that and and you know you don't know that until you're in the room making those decisions and mm-hmm. going over the data and looking at the facts right mm-hmm. And you get your ass kicked for going with the facts and with the data, man. But that's <laughs> mm-hmm. a hard way, that's a hard way to, to govern, but it's the right way to govern. And so, you know, uh, we need to look at rent control. Uh, and, and look, and I'm not trying to keep people who own properties from making money because we've all been told that, you know, uh, be- best investment is being a property owner and having <clears> metal <throat> properties yeah. and build f- wealth, right? Family sure. wealth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to ever stop that because I think that's an opportunity for us and, and for the for the gente, for the people who come out uh, with nothing, right? And not born with a silver spoon in their mouth, yeah. right? Uh, the problem is, though, is that I think you should justify every time you raise your rent, right? So if something happens to your property mm-hmm. and you got to fix it, well, then everybody's got to pay in a little bit, you know, to fix that, right? Mm-hmm. But once it's fixed, man, you got to you got to put your rents back, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when COVID hit and everybody, you know, let me tell you something. You're paying nineteen hundred dollars a month for an, a two bedroom apartment. Yep. That's you know, who's ever going to get out of that? Never. Man? I mean, you're never going to get out of that. No. Uh, you know, I live in the barrio, right? I live up at Westgate. And, and so uh, that's where they built all the affordable housing, right? So if you look mm-hmm. at our city as a whole, where do you really put affordable housing? Not, not apartments or, you know, mm-hmm. but where you have an opportunity to buy a home and, and start, you know, start somewhere. And so mm-hmm. I live there. That's where I live. Uh, and uh, I, I have no plans of moving out of there. That's, that's where I'm from. But, you know, I paid $140,000 for my home. You cannot touch a house up there right now for no less than two hundred and eighty thousand dollars. That's fucking crazy. How long? How, so how long so, ago did you get your house up there? Uh, you know, seven, eight years ago. And that, wow. that's not really that long either, brother. That's no, not so, really that so long. So I mean, I mean, well, this this price has doubled right, you know, right around COVID. 
all the housing went up, right? So uh, what we did is, you know, uh, so I, what do I do as a, as a commissioner? What do I do as a, as a leader in this community to figure out how do we, because we're in a housing shortage on, on top of just affordable mm-hmm. housing mm-hmm. shortage, right? So how do, what, what do we do? So I met with the county assessor a couple of weeks ago, and what we're going to do, because I built a casita on my house for mm-hmm. my mom. She's 90 years old. So I built her a 500-square-foot, nice. nice little Dope. casita, right? Yeah. And she's there, right? So I, I, me and my brothers feel safe now that my mom's not a target no more. Because, you know, my mom, my mom was a tough lady from Martinez Town, bro. But, you know, she's a target now. And me, and me and you all know that, mm-hmm. right? Because we, we come from these neighborhoods. We know, you know, you know who not to approach. And, and you know who a, who a target looks, what a target looks like. For sure, bro. And now my mom looked like a target, bro, so. And it's sad that it's even like that, bro, that there's people that actually do target like the elderly like bro, that. The, yeah. You see it on the news all the I time. I know, bro, and and that's just human nature. I wish I could tell you yeah. the survival for some people, man, and it sucks that, that they choose that for survival. Mm-hmm. So the best that we could do is keep our, our people safe, so. Yep. I did that, so what, what was cool, though, is now, right, so now we took because the market was perfect, right? Houses were selling for incredible amounts of money. So she paid, I think, $40,000 for this home, which is pretty chingon home, considered we started up at the bottom of Pat Hurley hey, and worked our way up to the top. All the way the up top. to the top, yeah, brother. Well, my brother. My brother graduated from law school, my oldest brother. He was the first one to educate himself in our family mm-hmm. and get a really good paying high and, and and said, we're not living in this one-and-a-half bedroom. Eight of us aren't going to oh, live yeah. in this one-and-a-half bedroom house anymore. <laughs> and he bought a three-bedroom house up on the top of pat hurley hill on yucca right up there you know uh and so and even back then it was forty thousand dollars right so she we turned around and sold it for uh, a lot more you know a lot more but what we did is we took took that money right and we used that money to build her a casita plus she put a whole good group of money in her bank account and we told her you spend that wherever you want the casino whatever we don't care that's your money you know you know dad wanted you to have a good life that's what he fought for that's what he worked so hard for. That's what we want for you. But guess what happened also? A house opened up, right? So a house opened up for someone else, right? So that's why me and Councilor Pena have really been working on changing the rules about casitas and making that more of a viable choice mm-hmm. for, for, for people who culturally don't put their parents in homes. We don't right. do that, brother. Right. We, right. Don't, we, we don't do that, brother. Yeah. It's, well, just not, it's no. not how we're built. Bro. Well, I'm going to say people of color don't do that. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. I mean, yeah. And without being, trying to be disrespectful, man, because people, wealthy people, if they have the money, they do that, they'll right? Them, they'll, yeah. they'll do that, man. And well, because it's easier to put them well, away and not e- deal with well, it. Well, because then you have to deal with it. And yeah. it's hard, bro. And I get it, right? You know, I'm not judging anybody. But yeah. we're willing to do that because we're appreciative of of the opportunities we that our parents gave us for sure whether it was just clothes and food and and love mm-hmm. <laughs> that was plenty for us right we, yep. we 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 prevailed from that so uh i met with the assessor which is a guy who you know does property taxes and all of that so what we're going to do is we're going to give people uh tax breaks because what happens when you're out on your home and you add value to the home you know your property taxes go up well he he we're going to put resolution forward uh and an ordinance forward where that's not going to happen to you. That's awesome. Nice. As long as long as you're you're doing it for a parent or a disabled family member. If you turn it into an Airbnb, you're going to pay Sorry. taxes yeah. on. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You know for what sure I mean? Well, but that, that makes, makes sense, sense for us down here because, like you said, like my nana stayed with my tia until her last breath, brother. Yeah. Like we were always all there. We we just it's just not in us. Like that's just not I how know. we're built. 
No. And man, my nana would have fucked us up if we even attempted to try to do that shit too, bro. Uh, yeah, we didn't. Yeah, I worked in one of those. Another job that I had. I worked oh, in. Shit. Yeah. So my journeys, you know, it all comes from experience, man. Are, are we gonna? Are we rolling? Yeah, we're going. Okay. Dog. Yeah. So that's one thing I kind of wanted to actually ask you, bro. Yeah. Is obviously you're from Nuevo, dog. Obviously born and bred, right? Mm -hmm. So, like. Always here, always Burke. Like, yeah. where's your family? So like, from, my family right? comes from Martinez Town. I'm a uh -huh. Martinez from Martinez Town, uh, and you know my DNA says that I'm 40% Native American. Uh -huh. So that's Pueblo Indian here in New Mexico. So we could tra tra trace our lineage probably about four or five hundred years here in New Mexico. So I've never been. So people said, you, why, why don't you move somewhere else? I go, I, I'm, I'm connected here somehow. So they don't get it. For some reason, I'm connected here and I don't really have a desire to live in L.A. or New York or, you know, wherever things are happening, Atlanta, you know. Uh, what we do is, is, is we build our own here. Uh, and I've been a big part of helping build the film and television industry, advocating in Santa Fe for the tax breaks. You know, we did the Breaking Bad bill where, uh, you know, we gave 35% for a TV series because they're here six, six, seven months out of the year uh -huh. and providing mm -hmm. longer term jobs, you know, because the film rolls in 32 to 36 days, they're in, they're out. You know, and, and I get it. We're giving them money to, to do that. But what we're doing is we're, we're, we're building an industry in the state of New Mexico where now we have local guys uh, uh, building studios. We need, we need more of that mm -hmm. studio space uh, in order to grow. So you have to have the infrastructure in place in order for it to grow. So we put the money where our mouth is, right? We gave them the tax incentives. We did all that. But the community starting to come together and start building, you know, uh, the facilities yeah. to, to make it happen, man. And so... Uh, it's a game plan for everybody, and, and look, it takes Republicans and Democrats to do that, right? You need to have the Republicans and the, and the money that they have to create, you know, uh, uh, the facilities, and then you have uh, the Democrats who fight for, you know, make sure everybody's getting paid uh -huh. uh, a living wage, and, you know, mm -hmm. and that they have insurance, and mm -hmm. they have all the things that, that we need, and so you need everybody, man. Both that's what sides got to that's work what, that, it, That's man. what this country was built on, and, and now it's just become about power and really not about people. And, and so for me, I just got to keep my eye on the prize, right? And so the prize for me is what's outside my window, and that's Nuevo Mexico, bro. And so that's, that's yeah. where I'm going to fight. That's what I'm going to do when I did the comedy club at Santa Ana, right, the, the contract on that. And, and for me to, to, to agree to partner with them is like, look, I, you know, I have a lot of national uh, uh, comedians. I know a lot of famous comedians. You know, I'm going to bring in some top-notch comedians. Yep. But... You know, part of the deal with this is that you are going to support local comics, man, because, and I even told Santa Ana this, I said, you know, when you were doing that Thursday night for how many years that you did the Thursday night up here, I said, not one time did you hire me. That's crazy. Mm, I go, yeah. and I'm from here, man. Yeah. You know, I'm a national touring comedian. I'm at, I mean, I'm touring the world, man. I'm on cruise ships. I'm in. You know, I'm at comedy clubs never, all over. Do they ever approach you or anything? Never even call me. I go oh, and then I go. I'm not blaming you. It's the guy who's the the company you hired to book it. Yeah. Looked mm -hmm. at me and said, "Eh, no he's way. just a local." Eh, yeah, he's a local guy, right? So, with that being said, you you know, I'm you can put my name on this, and I'm gonna do all your commercials, and we're gonna partner on this, and uh, you are gonna support local comics. Yeah, hell yeah. Man, that's fire. And so yeah. every weekend, you know, feature, every every weekend for sure, an opener MC, 10 minutes runs the show for me, because mm -hmm. I'm still on tour, right? I'm still, yeah. most weekends I'm at a comedy club somewhere. 
and so uh, that helps me be able to have somebody I trust to run the show and and and, and guide the show. You know, down you know down down that night, and uh, and they get to work with national touring comedians, sure. so that pads their resume, right? Yep. Because mm-hmm. in this business, they they want to know who you work with, right? Who you've been with, uh-huh. and that's just the way. To, they don't care about your education, right? And so that's what. You know, I, I, I don't like to put down education, uh, but after three years in college, man, I'm like, I got to go to the real world, man, because, yeah, sure. you know, I, we're living in fantasy land here, yeah. you know, and not that I didn't mind doing Shakespeare. I was really good at it, yeah. you know? <laughs> uh, but, you know, Chicano doing Shakespeare wasn't really a career path. I mean, though, I don't so. know if they're going to hire you for it, brother. They, you know they, they didn't. Did. They, actually, <laughs> they actually told me. I didn't think so. They actually told me, man, that was a great, I, I auditioned for a couple here in, in Albuquerque, and they were like, wow, what a great performance, what a great audition. And they go, but, you know, you're a Chicano. And they said that. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, this is the 80s, right? This is King Lear. Yeah, this is the early, or or Richard III, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he was fucking deformed. Richard III was, right? And I even did Richard III in college, right? But uh, but what I told him is, I go, that's what hair and makeup's for, though, man. Oh, shit. That's why they invented that shit. Mm -hmm. I go, do you realize back when Shakespeare days uh, that men were playing women? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what the fuck? You know, so it got me pissed off. But what it did is it really motivated me bro right. so now i don't look at it as a bad thing i look at it as a part of my journey to force me to be better force me to create for myself right sure. you, found, you like found your own lane i did man and, I, and that's when i went and i pulled out a typewriter out of my uh, uh my brother's closet because uh, he was the only could afford a typewriter back yeah. in those days my, my, my brother the lawyer and i wrote uh, a thing uh, a play that was very, very popular here. It, I, I'd have to do it every couple of years because people wanted to see it so bad. Mm-hmm. And it was called the, the First Chicano President. And uh, oh, I wrote that. Dope, and it was though. based on my brother, right? Because my brother actually was the first person of color and of, of poverty to be the governor of Boy State in New Mexico. Holy so, shit. Okay, yeah. okay. So it's, you know, I don't, I don't know if you guys know a lot about Boy State and, and, and it's, it's like a government, it's, it's high school government where they train kids about government, right? Uh-huh. So so my brother was always, he was the one that was supposed to be the, you know, the government the dude. Yeah. yeah, He was supposed to be the president, really, you know? <laughs> okay. uh, but my brother was born with a hole in his heart. So he, he died at the age of 34, man. Oh, so, yeah, bro, that's so way too young. So, but... But he he accomplished what a sixty year old man, seventy year old man could do. Damn. So I was lucky, man. I had some, I had an idol, someone I could look up to, and and I was the, he was the oldest, I was the youngest, and uh, so I, I carried that fight for him, man. But you know we were taught, man. My father my father served in World War II, Korea, and two tours of Vietnam. Damn. And so when I wow. tour the country and people yell at me about me being a Mexican or whatever, bro. Uh, you know, I I don't I don't really have to argue with them because I know for a fact I'm more American than any of them fuckers are. I just yeah. know it. I just know that's who I am, and I know what my family has sacrificed to be part of this country, and that you came and stole our land, right? Uh, one of the jokes I say is I go, you think a wall's gonna work, bro? Because an ocean didn't stop you fuckers. Fuck, <laughs> facts, you know? bro. Right? Fucking facts, bro. right? That's a big old ocean, bro. <laughs> yeah. And you motherfuckers still got over here. Yeah, we still couldn't stop you, right? And we didn't. We didn't stop them. And and that's old, right? We can't be crying about that. Mm -hmm. But what we can do is 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 let them know, right, who we are, and that we belong here, Mm 
and that we need to sit down together and we got to figure out a way forward, man, because that's where we're at. Together, there's no going back, right? No, no no one drives a car backwards, so that's that's not a solution. No, Uh, and so, but they need to know what the truth is, though. So when you hear that they want to rewrite history and shit, that's Mm -hmm. what pisses us off, man. Mm -hmm. We're like, hey, man, we're not mad at you. We're not even mad at your ancestors because you know we don't know where they ran from. We don't know what made them, you know, sure. go across that ocean to come here. Mm-hmm. I, I can't judge that. We don't know that. Mm-hmm. We could be mad because you, you know, you came and took something that didn't belong to you. We think, yeah. but but for you to be mad at people who are migrating to this day to us to this country because you you don't know, man. You didn't walk in their shoes, bro. No, fuck And no. so yeah, is there some bad people in there? Hey, in this room, we could honestly agree. Yeah. There's probably some bad people coming, bro. For sure, but there's bad motherfuckers here already. Already. Yeah. And, and every yeah. every color, every race. No matter, yeah. Right? There's bad people. If you're a shithead, you're a fucking shithead. There you brother. go, man. Point blank, it and that's, if you're and that's who I'm racist against. I'm, yeah. I'm racist shithead. against assholes, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and fucked up people, right? That's yeah. that's what I'm racist against, man. I, I say the same shit, bro. Like, I, I don't give a fuck what you do in life, brother. Like, be who you want to be. Yeah. Go the direction you want to go. The moment you hurt, Innocent children or, or elders, innocent just in general. Yeah. That's when I got a fucking problem. Yeah, when whatever you, your decision, whatever your decision or whatever fucking path you take, if it takes you down that road, then that's when we got a fucking problem. Yeah. Everything else, I, dale, I don't give a fuck. Go be you, dog. I yeah. ain't judging nothing you do. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, and if you're and if you're in the game with us, then we want you to be in the game with us. Yeah. And the day we find out you're not in the game with us, we're gonna catch you and we're gonna put you in prison. And that means for if you're local or from whatever country, bro, uh-huh. right? We want to give you an opportunity. That's what this land's about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you know that that was your dream. That was your dream when you came here. You know your founding fathers, which are now our founding fathers to this country, because that's who we are. We're Americans now, right? Uh, and if that was their idea that that we're all created equal and we should all have an equal shot, no matter where we come from. And that should that should still be the plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and to see our country right now veering from that plan, bro. Yeah, everybody's so, just so, so it's it's scary, right? That 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 many million of people don't believe in that plan anymore, and they believe in a dictatorship. They think that's, that's going to be their scary. next. That's it, it is scary, scary, and I think we right should all there. be a little nervous about it, bro. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, uh, bro, know. they 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 like because will really, it will it end with this vato? Honestly, probably not, brother. Because Mm-mm. that's what I'm saying. Well, he's gonna, lay the, he's gonna lay the groundwork for it, yeah. and then. But yeah. what they nope, did we're not was effectively pit everybody against each other. Of course. Right? So, like, I have cousins to this day right now. When fucking the apocalypse hit and COVID had everybody split up, my cousins still won't talk to each other over yeah. their political ideologies. I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy. What's gonna happen is one of you guys is gonna pass away, and you're gonna think, what, what a the waste fuck of, am I fighting? What over? a waste of precious life, what a, bro. Hey, whatever you believe, we I get, know one thing for yeah. sure. I know I'm here now. Yeah. I don't know if I'm here after this motherfucker. You don't, I don't know what happens. Hey, we're all on the same train, bro. We exactly. just don't know what stop <laughs> we're gonna have to get off, bro. We're all on the same train, bro. We don't know if we get another train after that. Yeah, well, and if you believe in another train after that, that's on you, right? And that's that's something. I think I think when when we were raised with our religion, man, it was we never forced it on anybody. We never made decisions really based on it when it came to other people, right? Or judging other people, man. We we lived with ourselves and and you know and that was our religion and and i think that's also been a little distorted you know i i i i get heartburn when when the name of your religion has christ or or christian in it you know but you don't even you're not even listening to jesus at all 
Well, a lot of the total opposite. Completely total opposite. You know, when the evangelicals are are not even preaching Jesus anymore because he doesn't fit in their Their narrative. In their narrative. Yeah. You know, uh, it's crazy, man. But this is the thing it's America. They have the right to do that. If that's what they want to follow, just don't push that on to us mm-hmm. through politics, through policy, mm-hmm. to create policy to push your religion. And that's all yeah, we're that's asking crazy. you not to do. Yeah. That's yeah. all we're asking you not to do. We want you to be you. We want you to mm-hmm. be you. Yeah. As long as you're not a criminal or whatever, we, don't, we, we mm-hmm. want you to be you. Mm-hmm. But yet we see this thing play out in front of us. I start watching the news, bro. I don't know about you. I do five oh, yeah. minutes to make sure that we're, that we're not at war. Can't even do it. Yeah, just making sure that we're not at war. That, you know, I know we're supporting wars, but that we're not at war. Yeah. Yeah. And as long as we're not at war, I got stuff to do, man. I, I, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I, got, I just get on my roof. I look around. If there's no bombs dropping, That's I'm probably good. easier. That's <laughs> probably an easier way to do it, man. They're not dropping yeah. bombs in Burke. We're good. Good, yeah, good. no, and, and you know we sh- we need to be concerned, but if but what we really need to do is just focus on what's happening locally. You should, yeah, you need to be aware, especially mm-hmm. locally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. locally, there's you know there's you know I, I you know I, I represent the South Valley as well, and you know my job has been you know uh, you know redo bridge. Uh, I'm I'm on the second phase of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Isleta, you know we're we're gonna break ground on that. Uh, uh, the most dangerous uh, road in the country is Coors. Uh, old cores down there by uh, Las Estancias and towards the, wow, in really? the in the country, bro. What the f- why? Because there's no sidewalks, there's no medians, there's oh, yeah. very very little lighting. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. It's just dangerous, bro. Yeah, That's it's just dangerous crazy. down there. So I'm fixing that, right? I'm redoing Westside Community Center and putting a boxing gym in there because we also know nice. that athletics is a good way to save our people, yeah, right? Really? Keep them out of trouble, keep them you know focused on something. I know baseball did that to me for as a young man until oh, yeah. until I didn't grow and then and you're like I'm gonna go do something else. Yeah, then theater, <laughs> you know, I, I I looked at theater and said, man, all the good looking chicks are in theater, <laughs> and none of those guys want them, right? Because they're awkward, right? <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta be that guy, brother. I'm like, I could do that. I could do that. That's yeah, right. fuck baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yeah. well, we're like 20 minutes. Let's get let's intro this oh, yeah. before we don't Please, get a chance you. to, right? right? right hey, let's intro. You are now tuned in to Respect to Connect. I'm your host, Johnny James. I'm here with a few of my nearest and dearest. Jay's here. Lenwurz is here. Production's on the other side. But listen, we got a special guest with us here today. We are joined by the legendary Stephen Michael Quesada makes some motherfucking noise. Yes, <laughs> Let's oh, go. Cameras the, everywhere. I hear those man, there's, hey, they're, they're cheering they're for on me. the other the side, brother. Yeah. That, that hey. must be some good weed. It is, brother. It is. That wolf's breath. Brother, got a from the other side. Hey, it's funny when we're in here filming. Sometimes they'll see me and fuckers are like trying to get my attention. I'm like, brother, I'm trying to fucking podcast. Yeah. Right? Like, What's up, bro? Yeah, goodbye, son. I got you after. Yeah. Hey, but so funny, man. I'm glad you brought that up, brother, because. Um, what, like, seeing how, how our city is, how our state is, yeah. is that what made you say, you know what, these fuckers don't understand, watch out, I'm going to strap up my boots and I'm going to make them understand, I have to show them, is that what made you shift into, like, because I know you work with the schools and you're mm-hmm. in politics now, is that what shifted the decision in your mind? I, you know, I, I, there are a lot of different things, man. I think uh, number one is, uh, you know, my first move was uh, from from doing gang intervention programs to, uh, you know, the community coming to me and saying, hey, man, uh, we saw that you supported this charter school. They made you the 
president of the of the governing council and you turn that school from one of the worst to the seventh best school in the state. It's a big uh, deal. Well, and then I had to tell him, look, man, I, I didn't do that on my own. And what I did was, is, you know, I knew who to bring in, right? I knew, I knew I needed to fire that principal. I knew I needed to bring someone else who, who understood a charter school because it's sort of like, you have to be a superintendent. You have to be able to grant right and bring in funding other than the funding that comes with the students. And I really believed in school choice, right? Mm -hmm. I believed in, cause I thought back at, you know, I went to West Mesa and I thought back, mm -hmm. I, I could think back and pick 20 dudes that I used to have to protect uh, and, and, and shit, I had to fight for myself as well because I was a little dude, but I didn't like people picking on people. So, yeah. and, and, and I could probably think about 20 p people that didn't, didn't belong in that big school, mm. right? They should have been at a, at a school where they felt safe, where, yeah. you know, where they could have, you know, excelled in what they liked, mm -hmm. right? And so you should have those choices out there. That's why I really supported like Papa where my kids went, which is yeah. a public academy for performing arts, you know, uh, data, like <clears> I said, when we <throat> did the, uh, the after after party, you know, yeah. we, we we train those kids and television production, uh, you know, and I thought we need we need more schools like that, man. So well, I hate so, with the next gen. So. Yeah, so yeah. next gen, yeah, all the all these yeah. choices, right? Where they didn't believe they didn't belong in that big school, and I don't want to take away big schools because some kids thrive mm -hmm. in that. Athletes mm -hmm. do. There's a lot of different, you know, they reasons. You got to have for, the options. Yeah, and you have to have, and, and you got to want to be there, right? And yeah. some kids just they're we're awkward. I, I was a nerd too, man. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I was I wasn't I wasn't you know. I wasn't who I think I am now. Hey. <laughs> I, I, I made that vato up. Hey. But, uh, Are any of us, yeah, bro? Yeah. And, and you're right. Nobody really Are is. Any right? of us, bro. Right? That's for sure. I went, so, I went to West Mesa, too, bro. Okay. When I went, it's my sophomore, freshman and sophomore year. There was like 20, it was like 1,300 kids at that, at that school. Yeah. It was a lot. So they had to, we had to do like two different, lunch, two different lunches. Yeah. Three lunches at one point, and yeah. then some kids stopped showing up. Yeah, so. we did two lunches, too, man, when I was it's, there. Yeah. It's crazy, but but you could think, right? You could think of kids that could have probably thrived somewhere else, mm -hmm. bro. But but, but they didn't. Else. <laughs> yeah. Or you, right? But that's the thing. But this is it, you know. For for especially on our side of town, man. You know, uh, parents could only afford to get you to the bus stop, bro. And wherever that bus takes you, that's where you have to go to school, man. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so no so you have to create those opportunities within the community, right? So uh, that was a big push for me. Uh, you know, the South Valley, the Southwest Mesa has a lot more charter schools now. We have a lot more choices. Yeah. Uh, I would like to push more towards. You know, uh, you know, uh, 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 technical Votech kind of stuff like uh, you know TVI used to be mm -hmm. CNM before it was CNM. Yeah. You know, where mm -hmm. where they're teaching you carpentry and electricians, and because we need that, right? I get calls all the time, uh, construction company people own electric companies. Excuse me, telling me, you know, commissioner, we need, I need employees, I need people, you know, and I go, well, we need to be training, tra training our kids to do that, yeah. you know, who don't want to go on to college, who don't, who have a better idea than going on and accumulating. Hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. No shit. Because you, you know. can make really good money being an electrician. Being oh, a you're, oh, talk, you're talking twenty five, thirty dollars an hour. Dude, I you called my saying? lawyer the other day and asked him if he did auto mechanic work because I needed someone to do it cheaper. Bro. <laughs> Seriously, exactly <laughs> though. You know, hey. like there's there's trades where you can yeah make really good money. So I did that right. So then after I did that, the community said, "Hey man, we you know we we, we need you to run for the Albuquerque Public School Board because you need to push that same agenda." there right yeah. you need to be able to give choices to those kids and so i did i did and i went and you know and i really i really fought against a bunch of things i think one of my major fights that pissed me off is uh you know because i had chosen art 
You know, they would always come up and do like a presentation to the board. Oh, commis- or, uh, back then I was board member. So board member Quesada, we're, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to do a lot of these new electives with music. And then I go, oh, oh, oh hold on, time out. And they go, what? I go, why, why do you call it elective? Why do you call it? Why do yeah. you name it something? Thank like you. you think like anybody can do it or only dumb people can do it. I go, and that's why a lot of my gente are in jail and in prison because they were good at that. But in school, they said, oh, that's all you're good at. Yeah, it's just that's all you, that, that's, you're mm, never going to have cool. a career. You're never going to have a, right? Yeah. There's not going to be an outlet for that. And, and, and they're so wrong, dude. And, I know they are. And, I, sure. and that used to piss me off. I said, don't ever call it an elective to me. You call it part of the curriculum or don't even do a presentation to me. No shit. Right? Because cause I was doing the gang intervention program and I was raising, trying to raise some funds. We were going to do a film. And this company uh, is a tech company, local tech company, and they were giving $10,000 grant. And I went into uh, and meet with him, right? Because he's like, uh, and this was like probably year two of Breaking Bad, right? And I was doing stuff for with middle school kids through the Mivos program at YDI, uh, Marcos Baca. And God, God rest his soul, man. My homeboy that passed away, man. But uh, uh, and so we went to get some funding, right? And this guy goes, "Oh man, you know, I was going to give you funding, but you know, we're a tech company. We're more about STEM, and you know, we don't really, you know. But I'm a big Breaking Bad fan. I just wanted to meet you. Oh so, fuck, bro. So I go, so I go, okay. So he goes, and this is a statement. He said, "I don't see the relevance of art, right?" Oh. And so, so I said, "Okay, look, bro, I'm, I'm going to leave right now." I go, but before I leave, I just want to just say this. It's weird how you don't see the relevance of art. You know, you're, you're sitting there in a suit that was designed by an artist, you know, in front of a desk that was designed by an artist. In the building, by the way, that was designed by an artist. I said, and you have nothing but paintings on your walls, which were done by artists. I go, then you, you know, and then you get in your car, which was designed by an artist, an artist. and then you turn the radio on and you listen to artists all the way home. Yep. And then you go to your home, which was designed by an artist, and I'm sure it's full of artwork. Mm-hmm. I go, then you turn the TV on, and then you watch artists all the way until you go to bed. Yep. And you don't see the relevance of art. Right. And, yeah. and you know what he did? What? He wrote me a $10,000 check. Yeah, yes. bro. That well, was, that was perfect, well though, bro. Well, yeah. talking bro. to an artist. At least he wrote a, t- a $10,000 check to a fucking artist, bro. Yeah. That's the move, yeah. bro. And his art and his, and his signature looked artistic. Hey, yeah, bro. <laughs> so, I think it's just the, they, they don't, yeah, they don't want people like they don't want people to feel like that's a viable option, brother. They yeah. really don't. Well, and, and to be realistic, New Mexico, it's, rough. it's, it's a gamble, right? Uh-huh. It's a, it, but it's not that big of a gamble anymore. And not everybody needs to be in front of the camera, bro. No, There's a lot of jobs behind the camera, high-paying, good jobs oh, behind yeah. the camera. All artists, they're all artists. Yeah. Editors are artists. Mm-hmm. The music that goes in comes from For you sure. know people putting their blood and sweat in a studio, man. That's art. For sure. You know I mean? That's yeah. the cool thing about the film industry. It's a, it's a collaboration of many. I mean, just going out looking at locations being a location scout you have to have an yeah. art to it there's a yeah. you have to have an eye for it there's mm-hmm. you know there's something to it costumes hair makeup i could just go down the list there's man. so many and and yeah and and that's the collaboration and that is the is is an industry that we can build here because we come from a state of a bunch of artists that historically we've been putting in prison for marijuana Yep. And now look where yeah. the fuck we're doing a podcast, brother. <laughs> and now look what the fuck we're doing. We're in a consumption lounge mm-hmm. and we're selling weed on the other side. Yeah. But there's still there's still some of our hint that's locked down over some stupid ass shit like Or that. ruin their life. And they, they they can never turn it around, right? We yeah. we've institutionalized them, we ruin their life. And and then when they get out, 
we, we put on an application. Have you ever been convicted of a felony? And that's and, all they see. And that and they'll never get an opportunity. Yeah. And, they, and they, they think they that everybody charge yeah. is terrible. Yeah, it's right. terrible. Yeah, they get so charged for life. No, it. can't lie about it, man. So you got to get rid of it. Yeah. Exactly. So what we got to go do is Santa Fe and say, hey, you need to take that. You need to make that illegal to it's put that on an application because if you because if you hired this dude who came here to change his life, mm -hmm. he's hinted, bro. Mm -hmm. He's probably gonna be your most loyal employee he may be he may be your worst or he may be your way your best bro and that's a gamble right and we yeah. know that he might be institutionalized and he might mess up but a lot but of, a lot of them come will out, come out way more disciplined because it's like some people go to the military to learn that yeah. mm -hmm. some people actually go to prison to get that regimented lifestyle because they never had it yeah and they were young running yep. the, running in the streets didn't have any like guidance or, or anything like that and they come out there's some of the most like zipped up tightest like there's a lot of successful business people that if you that get them come out of the pinta. Yeah, yeah oh yeah you get them yeah. outside of you know a camera and everything dude tell this you. is what i learned being a gang intervention pro uh, uh you know uh guy if you give people an opportunity they'll amaze the hell out of you man but if you do not give them an opportunity they will disappoint the crap out of you. Man, and it's bro. not their fault, man. It's just the way we set up this system to work. And that's why people like me and you guys, you know, uh, talking about this, bringing this out to the public, making us aware that, you know, we've got to figure out how we create opportunities, right? So I'm not a, I'm not a left, lefty progressive. I'm not a righty, you know. I, I'm in the middle, bro. I call myself a moderate Democrat. I, uh, you know, I, I look at, you know, yeah, corporations, they suck, right, uh, at some level because of how they pay and all the movidas they're trying to do and yeah. pay taxes and all that. And look, I want to hold them accountable to that. I don't want to support that. I want to make sure that they, you know, they do what we do. But you can't be in a state where you're against them uh, 100% because if they don't come here, I know that zero percent of zero is zero. That's how much math I know, and yeah. I know that, and I know that math, and that math I don't like yeah. that, right? I, I want to be able to bring, we're already struggling enough. bring those jobs here and then make them accountable, right? You can't make them accountable till you bring them here, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. in my district, we're opening up a Maxion plant uh, that's going to manufacture solar. They're manufacturing solar. Oh, here yeah. in the state solar, right? solar panels yeah for solar panels that used to be overseas and because biden passed that bring bring industry back uh -huh. uh, mm -hmm. legislation they came back and they came to new mexico oh, and they're up in my district awesome. of mesa del sol mm -hmm. but yet we had a progressive commissioner vote against it mm -hmm. progressive mind you solar right. what was right. the reasoning behind it right I think the reasoning behind it is that he grew up on the east side of town, went to St. Pius well, or somewhere, and, to, and, 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 he, and he forgot what it was like, or, or he never really knew what it never was like to be, a, to, those, to, those, to be a Chicano. Those P and M bills. Yeah, to be a. To be, <laughs> he, he never had to see those. I'll just bills. say he was never a poor Chicano. Yeah, right. I'm just gonna say it that way. I mean, and, that changes and, and it's not his fault it. either. It's not his fault yeah, either. That's yeah. what he sees, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't think he has any children at this point. Yeah. And so, you know, I want my children to stay here, bro. 
I want my children to have jobs and opportunities, man. Mm -hmm. You know, that's my job as a commissioner to, to fight and advocate for that, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I also have to be on the other side, like the progressives, and fight for make sure everybody has paid time off yeah. and that people have, mm -hmm. you know, a, a, pay, a living wage and, and they have insurance and they can take care of their family. You know, so there's, there's always a fight for me. I fight both sides. Yeah. But I can't just pick one side and be against the other side and not get nothing done. Because then everybody's going to fucking lose. Man, what, then everybody's going to lose. We lose. Warren Buffett. Your children lose. Yeah, my children lose. Sure. Warren Buffett, has, he has this saying. He says, if, if these people we have in power, if they can't get the job done, get them out of there. And That's put right. someone in there <laughs> that the can done. get But the they have us distracted. They have us. They have Fighting these and yelling yes, and bickering they, at they, each so other. So they're not yeah. talking about policy. Anything, you know, right? I mean, it's just evident with they're the border, right? Elected. With the border crisis. We all believe that we we need to know who's here. We believe it too. Even mm -hmm. though we're Democrats, they act like we don't believe that that's, that's the truth. Of course uh -huh. we do. Mm -hmm. If you know who I am, you better know who everybody else is too because no you, you know, yeah. I'm playing by the rules, yeah. man. Yeah, so we, want, we don't want you to you know, uh, get rid of them. What we want you to do is you want, we want you to streamline the, the, the process, process so we yeah. know who they are. So we can give them the number like you gave me a number. Yeah. And you could, and you get that, <laughs> right? Because yeah. you gave my ass a number, right? Yeah. I, I live by a number, and yeah. I want them to live by a number. I want them to pay Before taxes. I can even pick my e number. And even though they still uh. do pay taxes, and that's another argument, right, yeah. for another yeah. day, but they do pay taxes, by the way. Politicians tell you they don't, but that's not the truth. Mm -hmm. They do, and they don't get anything back because they can't claim at the end of the year so everybody but, the, but i want them to do it legally yeah and i want a fingerprint yeah. of them like they got a fingerprint of me yeah. and if you commit a crime we want to be able to you know hunt you down and, and get you man yeah. no matter who you are they, they yeah. think it's that we're just one-sided on that we're mm -hmm. no 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 everybody nobody's above the law and that we believe in even yeah. even with their new with this president that they have that they're supporting he also is not above the law whether mm -hmm. they believe it or not yeah right and that's what we all believe in and right. neither are we Right. Yep. Well, that's the basis of our society, correct? That's, right. that's how you have to establish a civilization. That's right. That's <laughs> why got to be checks yeah. and balances. That's right? why those laws yeah. exist, right? Yeah. And if yeah. you don't like them, then you, you, you advocate to change them, right? Uh, and and if, if the majority of the people uh, or the majority of the people that you have in Congress, you know, agree to do that, and that's and we have to follow that. That's the system. Uh -huh. Uh, but at this point, you know, nobody's changing any policies. No one's changing the Constitution, mm -hmm. yeah. right? So at this point, we got to live by these rules. Yeah. So, you know, with that being said, man, I think New Mexico uh, has great opportunity. You know, um, I, agree. I, I hold all elected officials uh, accountable, including myself, probably more so myself. You know, so I, I don't see eye to eye with everybody on everything all the time. But what I'm what, I, what I'm going to say is I think that we're making good strides to try to move in the right direction. And that if more people got involved, not just in the voting aspect of it, but mm -hmm. of, of being involved, whether it's in your neighborhood or in your schools where your kids go or somehow, you know, reach out and be involved in the community, mm -hmm. that will help us change. Because I'm going to say this. This is something I wrote many years ago especially for you parents out there. Your children will follow your example before they'll ever follow your advice. Oh, no doubt. Wow, for sure. Yeah. For you sure. You have to lead by example. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, and I had to change that myself. And my parents, although gave us love, and I was so lucky to be a Quesada. I came from a very good family, bro. But they weren't involved in education. They didn't. They just thought APS is responsible for our education. Mm -hmm. right. And you know, I'm here to tell you that APS is here to assist you 
in your children's education, but you are responsible for your children's education. So when I say, by example, you know, if they have homework, you need to go over it. You need to look at it. You need yeah. to, I, my kids, I don't know nothing about math. There, there was letters in their math, bro. <laughs> I go, there's letters in your <laughs> and math. they do it different now I too anyway. I said, this you, book's messed up. Yeah, <laughs> you mix your English with your math. <laughs> right? And, and she goes, tripping. she goes, no, that, that letter there, uh, identifies as a number. <laughs> yeah. And I go, okay, let me get this straight. That letter identifies as a number. So, so this is woke math? Because it like, it's identifying as something else that is not. That A is a three. Yeah. I might look like an A, motherfucker, but I'm a three. And if you call me an A, it's going to hey, be a problem. You call That's me right. an A, That's right. you're going to catch this three ass whooping real quick. We're, we're going to protest your business. Hey, yeah. I'm but, glad you said that, bro, about, about wanting to keep your children here, brother. Because, again, with me, the same thing. You could trace my lineage back to, you know, so like I'm Maestas and my mom's Valdez, right? So mm -hmm. we're the fucking founding, foundational pieces up here. And yeah. I'm the same. I'm connected in a way that I can't really describe when i Can't, try to no, right okay. but i want to make sure that my kids want to stay here mm -hmm. and keep our tradition and carry our gente into the next generation our bro. number one export you know what our number one export is i always say it's our culture it's mines it's our educated children yeah hey smartest, number one export yeah wow. the smartest kids in new mexico oh are the smartest shit. kids in new mexico don't live in new mexico yeah, bro. yeah. Yeah. I have one nephew here left. He got he got a master's degree at New Mexico Tech, which is one of the hardest colleges in the country. Damn. And he's here without a jale, bro. That same thing happened to my... He's trying to find a jale, bro. It. He's overqualified. Probably. Brother, that's probably, crazy. Probably, bro. That. One and, of my and, good and, friends. And, and he doesn't want to work for government, man, because I think he likes to smoke a little weed here and there. <laughs> and they're going to look at him and, like and he's and less he, yeah, and, and Well, it's just he can't. Mm. He can't pass up. A piss test. I don't know that for a fact. That's a speculation on my part. But I know he doesn't want to work for government, right? Mm -hmm. So he's looking for private industry to work for, mm -hmm. and we don't have a lot of that. And so, nope. so, uh, but like my other nephew, he's in Arizona. My other nephew's in Hawaii. You know, my niece, who's uh, becoming a nurse practitioner, practitioner, she's back because she wants to have a baby, mm -hmm. and so she's back. But you know, I'm telling you. Uh, my niece and nephew who have uh, doctor's degrees in music, they're in Portales. Mm -hmm. So they're still in the state, thank God. But they were in Texas for a long time. Right. So I'm just telling you, man, you know, that's our number one export. export and so it's up children. to us to that's change wild. that. It's, mm -hmm. it's our responsibility to bring in the jobs. I got a question for actually both of you guys. Um, I feel like both of you guys represent the state represent the people really well and it's important obviously it's important to you both of you guys are really principled guys and i feel like there's not a conversation enough about the culture that we're sustaining right now and i think it's important like when a group of people get together sometimes they police themselves they say yo you, we got to stay on code uh -huh. what's the code here what should it be what should we be pushing and pursuing as far as our standard for ourselves out here you know we're we're so far behind when it comes to opportunities and and um and really knowing what a future would be and, and what what would get what's going to get us there right we we've always been told it was you know go educate yourself and then that would put you on a track so we always pushed each other like hey man you know do good in school try to do good in school i had good friends who you know kind of try to do that but realistically when you grow up in the neighborhoods that we grew up in we're thinking why mm -hmm. 
I, I don't see light at the end of no tunnel. There, there aren't going to be no opportunities. Well, there's for no ferry yeah, in finishing high school. Yeah, there, you know, for us, yeah. I mean, I, I finished high school by the skin of my teeth, man, because I didn't really know what was going to happen for me because mm-hmm. I didn't see that, right? So we try to keep, keep ourselves in check, you know. So what we do hold on to is, is our culture. So, mm-hmm. so that, that's what, that's what we're, we're proud, of, proud of, right? So, so now, right, the mayor calls everybody a Burqueño now, so I've changed my name to a Duqueño. Hey. But <laughs> he right? says Burqueños. Yeah, he says Burqueños. Burqueños, <laughs> bro. Says Burqueño, but I'm, so I'm a Duqueño. Hey. So, right? So just, just so I could say that I'm trying to hold on to what my culture is and who I am. So the Duke uh-huh. is the Duke of Albuquerque, which is a yeah. big part of his heritage and, uh-huh. and about 23% of my heritage, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, so I, I'm proud of both, both of my heritages. Mm-hmm. Uh, very much, right? I'm not on one side of, 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 of that fight or the other. Yeah. I'm proud of who I am. I think uh, me being a little bit of a mutt, you know, I mean, no, uh, all, all my best dogs have always been the mutt, man. So I think I'm, <laughs> I'm a really good dog. The most fucking loyal dog. Yeah, we're loyal. So, yeah, so loyalty is something that's very important to us, right, that keeps us on track. That's why, you know, we're, we're, we're good to hire because if you give us an opportunity and believe in us, we'll be loyal to you to the end, you know. And mm-hmm. so we bring a lot of things culturally to to not only the workforce but I think to you know to being an American we bring we bring those those qualities here mm-hmm. um, it's just we, we lost our way when you know we're trying to identify how we belong here why we belong here mm-hmm. I think you know you can't rewrite history and try to write us out because then you really will disfranchise us and then we don't know why we're here and they're trying to do that to the black community as well mm-hmm. uh, when they're trying to rewrite history books and they don't want to you know they don't want to talk about slavery they, and they, they started with that right yeah they, yeah, yeah, they, 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 yeah. they want to oh, control what, the oh we brought them here to they give start. them opportunities yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. oh we trained them you oh, know? Yeah. it's yeah. always the opportunities right yeah, yeah we trained them you know and so that's where we get mad right that's where we go hey, hey, hey you yeah. know so some of us were here already yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. of course yeah. like in the end nobody ever wants to have a complete conversation about anything no, no because they want to control the if it doesn't fit the narrative hey i have that conversation and all they got to do is just say it these days and people believe it they don't right, they won't right. take the time to do the research and then if and they really want to they get yeah. their phone and they can search it and find a whole narrative that supports that, that supports shit, even that. if it's not yeah. that even if it's <laughs> not if it's not, not based on facts at all 100 but, but that's even how i educate my son because he comes back talking you know certain narratives and certain things and i'm just like look it wasn't just that we were bought and we were sold mm-hmm. and we were transported like this all of the americas had a complete culture before anybody came across. Oh, there. yeah. Yeah. Millions of people. That's why we always like, laugh and say, oh, we came and, uh, you know, we came and we discovered America. Yeah. We're like, uh, how could you? Greeted you. Yeah. <laughs> how do you discover something when there's people here, bro? Yeah. I'm going to walk into someone's house and be like, look at this house I just discovered. Right, right. Yeah. Now go make me some fucking food. Yeah. Like, now, that's not, crazy, not, huh? now, you maybe you discovered the moon, homie. Yeah. 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 You know? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Even. But, but, maybe not. Yeah, but maybe you don't know that for a fact. Hey. Maybe not. But all we can tell you is there was nobody there when you got there. But yeah, here, yeah. there was many, many yeah, millions, people. Yeah. Millions. millions of people. They, they, yeah. they eradicated 90% of the Native Americans through war. Or disease yeah, and yeah. whatever else they did. It's, alcohol it's yeah. wild brother right? and, and, so, then, and then push them off to the side they're like, like here yeah. we're gonna give you the shittiest land we could possibly give With you no yeah. water enjoy yeah. it no. enjoy yeah. your opportunity yeah yeah here's your opportunity here's your opportunity yeah. so those are the opportunities we saw yeah yeah so yeah. you know yeah but i think so we're fighting for it and you know and that's just part of the game right we're we don't expect for to give us stuff 
No. We know we, we know we're willing to work for it. Yeah. I like to work for it, but I, I appreciate yeah. it more. But I want to keep what I work for too. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. the other thing. I think for me, bro, like like with, with going back to the question of like what is our code, right? Yeah. I, I'll double down on what Steven said. Loyalty for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Respect's a big one. Mm-hmm. And one that I'm establishing with my kids, right? Because again, the, the world issues, I, I, I'd like to pay attention to that. Obviously, it affects us in a way, but what affects me the most is what I can affect in front of me. Mm-hmm. And my children are the first step, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, the big thing now is loyalty, respect, obviously, but fucking discipline. Mm-hmm. Discipline. Do not rely. You guys have heard me fucking talk about this a million times. Motivation, inspiration, all that shit is fleeting. That shit will come and go. You're yeah. lucky if you get motivated. But if you're fucking disciplined to mm-hmm. show up when you're not motivated, That's when it what's going to happen when you are motivated, brother? Trust me, man. You know, yeah. I, I, you know my career, <laughs> I was at bars. Anyone give me a microphone, man, so I could tell <laughs> jokes, you know? So I could That's talk what I was going to ask you. Did you start yeah. with, so did you want to go I started, into acting or was it comedy? I started in theater, right, like I said, and then I wrote a few, few good, really good plays. And then this comedy uh, producer, stand-up comedy guy, local guy, who booked like bars around around the Southwest, he approached me and said, "Dude, you're so funny on stage. You should do stand-up." You know. And at first, I told him, "Yeah, get away from me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> do I look stupid to you, bro? Because uh, yeah. I ain't stupid, bro." Uh, and then after a couple of years of doing theater and starving, you know. I thought, well, you know, I'm going to give it, I, I, you know, what does it pay? And you go, I pay 400 bucks a night. I, what? I never made that as a, as a performer ever. Yeah. And yeah. so I said, well, I'll give it a try, you know. So uh, I did. I, I, I did it. Uh, there's a big story behind that, but, you know, short, short version. I did it, fell in love with it, mm-hmm. and uh, I never looked back, man. I did nothing but stand-up comedy all the way till about 2005. That's now, crazy. I would teach acting and do stuff with kids and, you know, use those in programs. So oh. I had that skill set for me, but I did not do – and t- film and television is a whole other animal besides comedy and, and theater, right? Uh-huh. It's a different style of acting. It, it, it's just a different approach to acting. So I didn't have, you know, that kind of skill set really because I didn't study it. Uh, so, uh, but in 2005, I decided I was going to give it one more try. Cause see, when I was, when I was acting in 81, 82, there was only one Latino role a year anyway, Pepe. So everybody, everybody would audition for Pepe. I was about to say Lou uh, Diamond Phillips got you. Uh, yeah. Lou Diamond's got Pepe yeah. or Paul Rodriguez got Pepe. Yeah. Or then later George Lopez got, got Pepe. Pepe yeah. All right. So you're thinking, why do I need to audition for Pepe? I need yeah. to figure something else out. Uh, and so comedy is, they don't care what color you are. They don't care if you're good looking or skinny or fat or mm-hmm. short or tall. Or, yeah. Are you funny or are you not funny? That's it. And for some reason, I was funny. Uh, and so uh, I just took that and was able to raise three daughters and, you know, and, and have a good life. That's amazing. Uh, you That's know, cool, uh, uh, I wasn't rich by no, by no means, but I paid my bills. Uh, and that's all I cared about, right? Is I just made ends meet and I paid my bills and I was still able to do programs and still be involved in my community. That's a and, big deal. You know, and I did all of it. I did all of it. I did my brother Rick's job, Calderon, wherever you are in heaven. <laughs> uh, and I did your job and I did my job and, and, and then I did the job of, of a dad. That's probably the number one and most important job that I had. I couldn't was, agree was being more. a dad. So I, I did that job. And, uh, and then in 2007, uh, which is only two years later, I walked into a room uh, where Vince Gilligan was sitting behind a camera, and, uh-huh. and I did my third callback for Breaking Bad, and uh, 
you know, and then uh, rest is history. Rest is kind of history, yeah. man. But I didn't become a politician and a, and a school board member because um, I was a famous comedian actor. I did that because my whole life I have been fighting for my community and I have been working towards doing better. Uh, I, I don't have a magic wand and I don't have all the answers, but I do take my time and think things through before I, yeah. I you know, I support or not support things. And mm -hmm. I try to do my best and it all comes from my love of New Mexico. And at the end of the day, I just did my best. And I hope that this community looks back at my life and not, not because I'm this comedian or this actor or at a comedy club, but I want to look back at Steve Michael Quesada's name and say, he cared about New Mexico and he did things for us and our children. That's the most important yeah. thing. I think it's dope that you really are pushing. Like, <clears throat> I don't think people really know that there's people fighting for them, for us, but mm -hmm. it can't just be on your shoulders. Like it does come down to voting. You know what I mean? It I, does. I, I had a, a, a conversation with somebody and they're like, why my vote doesn't count who the president is and da da da. And I'm like, maybe, but your vote does count because the president's not the only vote on the bill. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? On oh, that, of course. You're voting for, for yeah. people in your district. You're voting mm -hmm. for certain things for parks, for schools. Like your you, roads. You or, can yeah. affect your lighting, vote does count. Lighting, behavioral health, community centers, mm -hmm. parks. You know, I go down a, ro a list of what, you know, mm -hmm. uh, pick up your trash. You know, I mean, water, you know, oh, you, have wa you have water, mm -hmm. we, you know, yeah. that's, that's a government agency, you know. That's why it's uh, important to have you there, brother, because exactly. like you said, you get it. Like I do. You said, homie, St. Pius, he was never a struggling Chicano. So mm -hmm. you take a perspective. So it's crazy. It's, it's dope as fuck to see because you get to see the perspective of, all right, yeah, we built this from, from scratch yeah. and now i'm at a position that they probably thought i was never gonna get to so you underside but you understand both sides of the motherfucking coin brother. i do and that's that's great to have you there in so position. i so i got a flag guys you know it's, it's super bowl sunday hey, my yeah. wife's a 49er from <laughs> san francisco but before i leave I'll, I'll, I'll end with this man um you know uh, people work hard, man. I don't expect them to, to, to do what I say because I get it, man. Mm -hmm. you, you get up, you know, you go to work, you, you worry about your children, you're worried about fentanyl and all the other crazy shit that's out there and, yeah. you know, to worry about your roads and all that. And I get that, right? And so we, we, need, to, we need to stand up uh, and, and, and it's, our, it's our job for us who decided to, to, to represent you to do our job and you got to hold us accountable. Uh, but if you don't let your elected officials know what's going on in your neighborhood and your block or, or your fears of fentanyl or your fears of, of uh, opioids or, you know, all the other stuff that's really, that's really truly destroying our community, if you don't reach out and make them accountable, bro, then they won't be. So that's, that's where you get involved. You don't have to run for office, mm -hmm. you're, you know, and, and you're, not being, you're not being a pain to nobody. That's their job, man. So, so you know, all, all their stuff is on an email. You can just shoot an email to their office saying, look, I'm a dad or I'm a citizen or my road has a pothole. The kids are swimming in it, you know. So we'd really like for you to fix it. It's been there a year or whatever. Let them finish swimming. Yeah, yeah. Come fix After it. After the way. summer, we want you to, yeah. yeah we, don't wanna, we don't want an ice rink. But, no. uh, <laughs> but yeah, but this is the yeah. thing, you know. That's, that's just what... That's how you get involved, man. It's pretty simple ways to get involved, man. So mm -hmm. I'm just asking, you know, all the Nuevo Mexicanos, uh, even the people who are here. Look, um, I became a leader because it needed to be someone who actually had lived this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know what's worse, the racist guy who hates me because of the color of my skin 
or the person who says he's a part of my party and puts his arm around me and says, you don't have to run for office. I came here to do that for you. you. Mm. So I don't know which is the worst racist, man. But I see them both as the same. At least that guy, I know he hates me for the color of my skin. This person... I don't, I don't trust him either, man. And we have a lot of those out there, unfortunately. Well, the enemies uh, that on, in front of you is easier on, to On that see, side though. of the party, man. So just, so I'll just say this. It's not a party thing. It's a people thing. Find out who that person is and what kind of human being they are and not what party they're affiliated with. Yeah. And that's how you can make a good choice locally. Man. Locally. That's how you do it. Man, All right? Brother. So, hey. guys, thank you so much for Gracias. inviting me, man. And I had a good time. You guys are very smart and caring people. That so, makes me proud to be a, a part of your show, man, because it matters, right? And thank so, you, bro. So, yeah, thank you so, for coming. I couldn't thank, thank you, you enough, brother. Yeah. Continued success. Thank you, Keep man. fucking grinding. I will. And... Gracias, brother. I will, man. I'm done in ten and a half months, and then golf for me, man. Yeah. So well, where, where can we find your next your, your next show or next stand up? So I, you know, I have the comedy club at uh, at Santa Ana Star uh, Quesadas Comedy Club in Cantina, and uh, I'll be headlining uh, June. 14th, 15th, I think. Uh, so my my deal with them as a headliner is to do that twice a year. Uh, I'm on tour right now, but if you want to see my last special, it's called The New Mexican. It's on Amazon Prime uh, called The New Mexican. And uh, so if, you, if you've been interested in, in looking at what kind of comic I am, you know, check it out and, and give it a look. Uh, and other than that, man, I hope to see everybody on, on TV or in the movies, baby. Hey, brother. <laughs> right. My brother. Yeah. Thank Stay you, safe man. out here, bro. I will. Thank All right. you, Thanks, guys. Until next time, respect the connect. Peace.